0: A bird who's at home in the skies needs a body built for aviation. That means a light frame, hollow bones, and a wingspan wide enough to generate lift. But when a delicate bird of flight is also a bird of prey, those slight features need to be augmented by an arsenal of deadly weapons. Even the largest raptors could use inventive tactics in order to take down large targets. But you know what they say, the bold and unorthodox bird gets the worm. Especially when that worm is more than twice your size. In Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's 30 minutes of interesting animal info that we're delivering to you hot and fresh. Hot and ready. (laughs) I'm Joe.
1: And I'm Carlos.
0: And today we're talking about a bird with an impressive wingspan and brutal hunting tactics. I would make a joke, but frankly, I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it, too. That's a scary bird. I'm
1: afraid it's going to hear this this episode. It can hear, yeah. We need to do some, like, justice to this,
0: yeah, this we, magnificent beast. For sure. Um, Speaking of magnificent beasts...
1: It's eagle time. It's eagle time. Definitely eagle time. We're talking about the golden eagle. Mm-hmm. Not just any eagle, an eagle that is made out of solid gold. It weighs 850 pounds and can't fly.
0: Eat your heart out, Maltese Falcon. Yeah. It's another more. It's another valuable bird.
1: <laughs> uh, the Millennium Falcon. It's also a very v- valuable bird. Um, Metaphorically, bird. Right. So the golden eagle mm-hmm. is there aren't. I didn't see any any um, nicknames for it in the scientific world, other than the best eagle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is other, otherwise the best eagle. Otherwise known as best eagle. Because when you got a name like golden. There needs needs to be no other names. Yeah,
1: um, but we're gonna call it here a Wolf and Eagle's Clothing. Ah, oh. a Raptor in Retirement. Okay. Because our at at our church we call our uh, retirees uh, Golden Eagles.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> they have luncheons all the time. Well, it's a group that we don't just call anyone who's retired a Golden Eagle.
1: I do. Okay. It's Like oh, you Golden Eagle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Be hey, nice. I don't have to work anymore, oh, you golden eagle.
1: I can't wait till I'm a golden eagle someday um and then
0: they talent they talon your eyes up,
1: yeah, it's actually you have to defend yourself <laughs> against retirees um and the last one is Aquila and the bleat
0: oh, okay, we'll find out why more
1: that... on that later yeah uh so here is where it lives on the taxonomic spectrum, not spectrum categorization um <laughs> the kingdom is. You like it. You love it. You you, gotta have it. You gotta have it. We're going to get sued by uh, Cold (laughs) Stone Creamery. You love it. You know what you love it. You're in it. That's right. Kingdom Animalia. The phylum is Chordata. Class Aves. I hope that by this point, everyone can follow along and guess the class before I even say it. Yeah. For most of these classes, like Mammalia and Actino (laughs) Can't even say it. Um... The order is, here we go, Axipitriformes. Excellent. Axipitriformes. That's also maybe a possibility. Um, the family is Axipitridae, or a- Axipitridae, however you want to say it. The genus is Aquila, hence the Aquila and the, and the bleat part. Okay. Um, and the species is Chrysatos. Chrysitos. So, Aquila Chrysitos. Pretty neat. A E. I'll never know. Well, how to say that? Hey. hey. <laughs> so, there you got it. There you have it. The golden eagle. Where does it live? Here we go. Okay. Uh, most everywhere. Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not true. It lives mostly in the hollow Arctic region. Yeah. Which is just a fancy way of saying the northern hemisphere. Um, it just places above the equator. It used to be more. Widely distributed, but uh, it is not as much anymore due to hunting. But it's mostly in North America, Eastern Europe, Middle Asia, like Lower Siberia area, um, Eastern Asia, and North Africa. So basically just right across that top part of the map. Um, Yep. Yep. So if you're above the equator, you have a chance of seeing a golden eagle. We have a chance of seeing a golden eagle. Yeah, we do. I probably have seen a golden eagle and thought it was some sort of hawk or a vulture. Uh-huh. Um, because these guys are big. Yeah. Um, though they are called the golden eagle, I would say they're not gold at all. They have brownish hues that I could be considered gold. They're mostly a dark brown, especially when the juveniles, they're a dark, dark brown. Um, but they have a patch of lighter brown, uh, I almost said fur. But there's another word that starts with an F that's more appropriate for birds, and that's feathers. <laughs> um, and that could be, I guess, gold. It could be seen as gold. But I bet you if you took off like a feather, you'd be like, this is a brown feather. But then when you look, you put it on the the dark brown feathers of the rest of the bird, and you're like, oh, look, it's got a gold patch on the back of its neck. It's I guess like it's they're the like a dirty eagle.
0: blonde. Mm. Like a brown hair with that, when the light touches it.
1: When the light just glistens yeah. off of the gossamer touch of those golden feathers. It is glorious. You're mere
0: moments from death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you're looking at a retiree um, that, goes to, that goes to our church. Um, so, like I said, as juveniles, they, their feathers tend to be Darker. Um, But they also have white patches on their shoulders and tails, which is uh, incredibly juvenile of them. But so as when they're when they're younger, they they tend to be darker, which means they listen to bands like Breaking Benjamin. And while adults are lighter listening to John Cougar, Melvin Camp.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: a little bit lighter. Easy listening. Um, So you might be asking which eagles have sharp yellow beaks? g-e-d golden eagles duh uh and also other eagles too they have yellow beaks yeah like the bald one like like most other eagles um but golden eagles have a black hook at the end of their uh beak for killing things yeah uh they like also like a pirate yeah like, like what black hook oh uh, yeah yeah like every every pirate i've ever heard of uh-huh. a black hook um they also use their razor-sharp claws and intense eagle stare to intimidate prey animals and also me.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, but I said there were big eagles. Yeah. So, uh, bald How eagles are... How
0: big are they? Well, I'm glad you asked, audience member. It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's good that we keep at least one audience member trapped in this studio. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's Yoshi,
0: sometimes it's... Uh, um, Worf, yeah. The other dog. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, uh, oh, that's John Mayer. John Mayer's here. Sometimes it's someone famous. Sometimes it's John Cougar Mellencamp. But we don't, you know, they don't say anything. They're trying to be humble about it. As John Mayer is wont to be. <laughs> yeah, he's the <laughs> humblest guy. Uh, speaking of size and largeness, and John Mayer, and John Mayer, and gravitas, and gravity. <laughs> Um, There now, you can sing the songs in this on this show. (laughs) Uh, Well, that brings us to the listeners' favorite part of the show—the part of the show that is introduced by you, the listeners. And today we are introduced by Kelsey, who I think you'll find has a very melodic introduction. Without further ado, the listeners' favorite part of the show. That was nice. It was that jazzy, was, yeah. It was sultry. What, like I want to say, rhapsodic, like a like a rhapsody. Was that right? Is that the I don't, right word?
1: I don't know how to use that word.
0: Yeah, okay. Neither no one does. No one in here does. Not even John Mayer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> John, what do you think a rhapsody means? No, you're speechless. not speechless. Yeah, he doesn't know. Okay, he's on his phone. Get off yeah. your phone, John.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, let's start with wingspan. The, the best measure for a bird size. Sure, there are one point eight to two point three four meters, or four or five feet eleven inches to seven feet eight inches.
1: Hmm, I had a much higher wingspan that I found,
0: and I forgot to average that. Uh, well, I did average that, but I forgot to write it down. What is it like? Two point seven meters or six foot nine. So. <laughs> How many golden eagle wingspans go into the length of the Alaska Yukon border? Okay. Here's a hint. <laughs> the Yukon has an average win- has average winter temperatures that are mild by arctic standards between 12 in the southern regions and -27 in the northern regions in January, depending on the region. However, they also see the coldest temps in North America during cold snap- cold snaps, hitting -76 degrees Fahrenheit. Three times in its history.
1: Negative seventy six.
0: Yeah, you you can't go outside. No,
1: yeah, you can't. You're if you can't you're, you can't open your eyes out you'll there. You'll get frostbite immediately.
0: It's colder than space. <laughs> Jeez, how is that possible? <laughs> how, how is it colder than space? The reason it's cold is because the sun is not warming it, and the sun does not warm space. But this is like
1: siphoning heat out of places. The, the the space is just the absence of heat if the sun isn't directly on you. But this is like, not only is it the absence of heat, but we're also taking whatever heat used to be here and removing it. Why? Using wind.
0: Okay, yeah. You,
1: and when I say we, I mean Mother Earth. I'm imagining
0: centrifugal <laughs> forces just kind of pushing it to the, pole, to the equator. Sure. That's, that's how wind works. I have no idea if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm gonna say that's Alaska's got that deceptive like, uh, like lower section uh-huh. where uh, I think Juno is, or Anchorage. I think Juno's down. Yeah, Juno's down southish, and so it's a long, it's a long border. Yeah, I'm gonna say 2,500 miles. Um. Okay. I really, really need to memorize how many feet are in a mile.
0: It's helpful. Yeah, it is helpful.
1: I know it's a little bit over 5,000. It might be 5,100. But it's just hard to multiply that in my head.
0: <laughs> it is a very, like, it is not a good number at all. Why is it not? What? I mean, like, the number of feet in a mile. Like, it should pokes a hole in our imperial system, this number. Because it's, like, not round at all. <laughs> well, none of our
1: conversions are... are Round, but this one's bad. It's like twelve <laughs> inches in a foot. Twelve is a good number. Why? Because I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> the metric system's so much better because everything is just multiples
0: of ten. Five thousand two hundred and eighty feet in a mile. Oh, I didn't think you were gonna give that to me. I gave it to you. Now your math is harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can just say five
1: thousand three hundred and be pretty close. Yeah. Um. I th- yeah, I think last time I tried to do this, I went with just five thousand. So that, when multiplied over many, many miles, got me way off. Uh-huh. And then, so if I'm looking at just convert twenty five hundred miles, then that's probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not quite double. So we're gonna call it forty five hundred kilometers. Is twenty five hundred miles? Okay, it's my it's my random guess. Um, based on the fact that three miles is five kilometers, 400,000 of these guys goes into a thousand kilometers. We're going to multiply that by four, 1,400,000 golden eagles. I'm
0: way off. You were so close to the right number. You said 400,000. The correct answer is 451,200 eagles. Wait, what? Then yeah. I was way off on my guess yeah, of you how were. long that they It had. was... Uh, one uh, a thousand two hundred and ten kilometers or seven hundred and fifty two. Oh
1: man, my in- that was a
0: long border.
1: My my mental map of uh, Alaska's huge though. It is really big, but and I thought it was a lot bigger than just Canada. Touching miles.
0: side is large.
1: Cause I I know that it's like four thousand miles from like sea to si- shining sea, so I figured it was like about half
0: of that. Wow, that is a lot. Still, it's like halfway from like Atlantic City to
1: Milwaukee, Milwaukee yeah. <laughs> uh, but like Alaska is several times bigger than Texas, so I figured that it would work anyway. I'm sweating here.
0: That's uh, that's gonna be a bear to edit anyway. <laughs> female weight, let's talk about that's the weight point. of a female. Females are heavier than the males on average, um, and bigger, they are three. Point twenty five kilograms, or 7.2 pounds. How many Golden Eagles go into the gross vehicle weight of a 2018 Jeep Wrangler JK Golden Eagle 4x4? JK? It says JK. I didn't look up what that means. I knew that would trip everyone up, though. Joint commission with a K. <laughs> uh, oh, I know it. Sounds like a rapper group. <laughs> um, Here's a hint. The Golden Eagle Jeep is considered an off-road legend, but it's as comfortable on the on the road as an actual eagle is walking along the ground.
1: So not very comfortable at all?
0: No, it's actually quite bad on the roads. It's a,
1: So you like it hops a lot. Um, it could be airborne at any moment.
0: <laughs> every once in a while, it'll... Just like a, an a eagle will every once in a while do a little flying yeah. to get to where it needs to go, it'll every once in a while just go up on the median to do some <laughs> off-roading. <laughs>
1: It has to. It has to off-road every once in a while. You can't take it on a highway for more than 10 miles. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to say that weighs... I mean, Jeep Wranglers are not very heavy, but... I'm going to say this weighs about a ton. No, that's too much. I'm going to say this weighs about 1,500 pounds. Uh, This is seven... How many pounds? 7.2. So that's
0: 170 eagles. The answer is 680 how? Uh, right. <laughs> the gross vehicle weight of an, a Jeep Wrangler Golden Eagle is forty nine hundred pounds. What is this like a like a Hummer? <laughs> it's it's a big car. A gross vehicle weight rating or gross vehicle mass is the maximum operating weight of a vehicle as specified as the, by the manufacturer.
1: Oh, so that's including all of the people. Potential inside. people, yeah. And like motorcycles that you've strapped to the top and whatnot yes oh, okay that was that was rude of you because i, <laughs> I, know. I don't know what the heck it, listen
0: though you here. can't find the weight of a vehicle on specs they only tell you the gross op like how heavy it can be before it stops working you could like somebody has to
1: know somebody, somebody has to does that know. over a, it's just
0: like not in the regular specs just drive it over a weight watcher scale
1: all right, so now that we're done with that horrifying experience of math and uh, math and misnomers, that's what we should call it.
0: <laughs> I like math, sure. No, I like math and misnomers. Let's uh, let's get a move on, cause I've got a heap of major fact.
1: Let's talk about what they eat. I won't go into details because I know that's part of the major fact. But they hunt during the day, soaring high above the ground and using the Assassin's Creed patented Eagle Vision to look for food. They like to eat small mammals like rabbits, squirrels, and yellow-bellied lily-livered marmots. Uh, Hold the lily-livered because that's gross. They're just yellow-bellied marmots. Uh, They also eat smaller birds like grouse and pheasants and and everything else. Um, And they also eat ungulates. But more on that later. We'll talk about what ungulates are. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they primarily hunt by swooping down and opening up their wings just as they're about to snatch up their prey, creating a booming sound that frightens and disorients the animal. Um, but they have different hunting styles depending on what they're, they're going for. So they may use the super boom swoop uh, for hares and things like that, um, but use a different tactic to kill a goose in flight um, or a slow animal like a tortoise or a hedgehog. They also eat rattlesnakes and just things, they eat everything. Um, They also eat foxes, but for those crafty and sly animals, they'll fly overhead, waiting for the fox to look
0: down for a second um, before murdering it. Uh, Golden eagles are prolific hunters that prey on a wide variety of animals throughout the year. The type of animals they hunt depend on the season and what's abundant at the time. They live in a wide variety of environments, like they live everywhere, Uh, but they prefer to avoid dense forests. Forests. (laughs) forests, and developed areas. They will sometimes eat some trash if there's a nice little tasty garbage can like out in the country. Gross, I'm disappointed. Uh, (laughs) Plains, tundras, mountains, and hills are ideal. Um, They often hunt by flying high to spot prey, like you said, and then they drop down flying close to hills and cliffs to conceal their large frames. They usually stay under 50 feet of altitude when they drop down, to, into stealth mode uh, because it puts them below the horizon line to the thing that they're hunting. So if you look up, it's blending in with the earth tones rather than stark against the blue or blue gray sky. Okay. Their preferred method of hunting is to drop onto their prey, uh, dig their talons in, and hold on until the job is done. There's like seven different like hunting techniques at least, like you were talking about. They've identified like seven distinct ones, and then there's like individuals will come up with different ways to hunt. And it usually it depends on the different techniques have to do with the method of approach. Okay. In smaller animals, they the grip can actually crush bones, but they typically attempt to pierce vital organs um, in most animals. It can take anywhere from... A few seconds to 15 minutes after a ki- after the in- impact to make a kill. That's awful. <laughs> of you of them just like sitting and standing on this like animal 15 minutes.
1: Oh, they don't fly away with it and let it if die. If it's and then...
0: small enough, they'll fly away with it. Um, if you're uh, if you were a rabbit that was attacked by a golden eagle, you might be going about your day eating grasses and sages until you hear the thunderclap you were talking about. A few fractions of a second before you get. Slammed into by a big stabby bird, the super boom swoop. Yeah, to not just slam and kill themselves into whatever they're hunting, they pop their wings out at the last second, making that thunder sound. Also, they can reach uh, speeds of up to 200 miles an hour.
1: That's like peregrine falcon. It is. Speed. They
0: said that the that it's it rivals the peregrine falcon in terms of speed. Wow. And it's a lot bigger too. That's what's interesting. Yeah, like, falcons are really small. Yeah. Raptors, Um, but the peregrine falcon is more maneuverable at those speeds.
1: Yeah, I saw the golden eagle. Golden eagle was easily uh, outmaneuvered by like smaller birds and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, such is the way of a large flying bird. Um, So they typically hunt and eat birds, Uh, leopards, which we usually call lagomorphs, which are bunnies. Leopards. Leopards. Yeah, part of the Leporidae genus, F- fa- family. I don't know. Okay. Uh, rodents also, reptiles, amphibians, and ungulates or ungulates or whatever. You might know them from their even-toed variety, which you, which we've talked about several times. Yeah, like hippos, uh, cows, whales and somehow. Humpback whales. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. Ungulates like sheep, pigs, deer, and goats animals that typically more than double the weight of an eagle. So the majority of ungulate kills are newborns and smaller individuals. The average weight of kills are 5 to 11 pounds, which are close to the weight of an eagle. You know, it's like not... Their average kill is pretty much, like, equal to their weight. Um, Maybe a little bit heavier. However, in the fall and winter, animals born in the spring and summer will have started to pack on the pounds. Um, they, they have been observed attacking larger adults when there are no food sources around with prey over 40 pounds. They have been observed even killing adult pronghorns in Malaysia, which can be as heavy as 70 pounds.
1: How do they get off the ground? They don't do they? Are you getting into that? Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, you're right. One way eagles take down larger prey like mountain goats and ibex, which are. Mountain goats, <laughs>
1: <laughs> cooler sounding mountain goats. Yes,
0: is by letting gravity do the work for them. Eagles will swoop down, latch onto a goat, and try to force them off a cliff to their deaths, like a, uh, like the jockey in Left for Dead, the Aquila and the Bleed. <laughs> this time I remembered to tie in my my uh, nickname. The Bleed is the goat. Uh, sure, footed mountain goats don't easily lose their footing, but they can be forced off with enough speed and momentum. Hmm. In some cases, they will latch onto a goat and drag it against rocks as it tumbles down the slopes, letting go only when they come to a big drop.
1: That is that's brutal.
0: Yeah. I, I saw a video. It's pretty dangerous. I saw a video like where they're both tumbling and the goat lands on the bird several times, and I'm like, that bird's gonna break. But it, it ended up being fine. So I guess they're just resilient.
1: They have hollow bones.
0: Yeah, you think they would snap like twigs, but they, they know how to use their body, I guess. And They, not... know, how, they know how to roll yeah. when they fall. Tuck and roll. Uh, hunting larger prey can be dangerous for several other reasons, too. Uh, though eagles typically select prey that they can easily outmatch, like sick or injured or young animals, they are rep- There are reports of hunts turning fatal for the hunter. Uh, Does may trample eagles that are attempting to kill fawns. There's one report of an eagle fighting a great blue heron in an attack that left both of them mortally wounded. Don't mess with a great blue heron. It has
1: a spear on its face.
0: (laughs) It's huge. It's like as tall as people. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Eagles may also go after predators like wolverines that can injure or kill them. Uh, larger prey also means eagles can't carry meals away, so their predators, so other predators like bears, leopards, and wolves can come across their kill and challenge them for it. One of the biggest natural threats to golden eagles is other golden eagles, uh, which are extremely territorial and do not readily share kills, so they will fight and fight to the death over meals sometimes.
1: So, like, the craziest thing is that goat situation.
0: Yeah, they but- just shove them off a cliff. <laughs> they're like, um, for your For Honor players, they're like an Orochi who shoves too much. For what For Honor players? All of the ones that there are. <laughs> but the fact that it grabs it, and then just
1: like, holds it, and smacks it against a rock on the way down, and then once finally like a drop comes, it's like, alright, I think that you are battered enough to not survive this fall.
0: Well, I don't know. I think that... I just
1: want to make sure they don't fall, like, ten feet and then kind of just slide down a little bit and then they have to, like, re-attack it.
0: Yeah. I think that the instinct to... Because most of their hunting styles are involve latch on and hold on until they're dead.
1: Oh, so they don't, they don't so come I up with the like, idea to let go. I feel <laughs> like their
0: instincts are like, I'm gonna, I don't want to let this go unless I'm sure it's, like, Kinda dangerous t- for t- me. Unless it's
1: going to take me down with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I, they do intentionally try to shove them off of... Cliffs, um, because why risk tumbling with a giant ibex when you can just let gravity do the work?
1: That is uh, disturbingly intelligent. Yep. But birds are disturbingly intelligent. Yep. So, this is that all you got? That's all I got. That is the golden eagle. Hide your kids,
0: literally. Anyone <laughs> up to seventy pounds? H- hide your g- the your goat kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they're called kids. Uh-huh. Uh, so for you
1: out there in podcasting, I guess hide your kids, number one. Um, but pretend like the goat is your inhibitions or something. Corner your goat. Don't let it gain any ground. And push that inhibition goat to its doom like the golden eagle in life, death, and taxonomy. It's only thunder.
0: Oh. I thought it was the foreboding wingbeat of a golden eagle in a predatory dive.
1: Nope. Just your typical hotter-than-the-sun lightning strike.
0: Well, good. That's much less scary. Hey, you know what else is scary? What's that? How dangerously close we are to running out of measure-up intros from our loyal listeners. Really? Even though it takes less than 30 seconds to record and send? Yeah, even though all you have to do is speak, sing, or chitter into your phone's messaging app, click the share icon... Click email, and then email it to ldtaxonomy.com. Was that also some very strange thunder? Not this time. We better get out of here. Right behind you. Life, Death, and Taxonomy is my favorite in the world podcast. (laughs) I mean, unless your ambitions are telling you,
1: like... No, no inhibitions (laughs) on life, death, and taxonomy. We don't want anything holding you back. We're so
0: reckless here.
1: (laughs) No filter.
0: Clearly you do. All right, here we go. (laughs) Welcome to life, death, and taxonomy. It's time for eagles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's eagle time. Uh.